Welcome back to Dice to Pixels, episode 24. Tonight, we're going to kick it off with a kind of ridiculous thing that Blizzard is doing. Uh, there's a new Diablo 4 um, sort of merch box. You may have seen this. It's It was announced a few days ago. It's $100 US, and it doesn't come with the game. What? <laughs> it uh, it comes with a bunch of... It, like Basically, it's a collector's box minus the game, which is a little weird. Weird. But I'm not sure I hate it. I like I don't think I actually hate the idea. Well, see if you're buying yeah. something that's like uh like a Diablo like so a Diablo 4 limited collector's box. In my opinion, it should come with a copy of the game, whether that be physical or digital. But you're if you're spending close to what the game would probably cost, right? But I don't know. This is it's kind of weird. This is kind of a weird one because according to this, so you get um, all of these items with it. A candle of creation, the occult mouse pad, a cloth map of sanctuary, pin of the Herodrum, Diablo 4 collector's edition art book, and uh, matted fine art print that's like uh, 18 by 10. Two of yeah. them. So, uh, <clears throat> Sarah, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to say one thing and then and then I'll get mm-hmm. back to you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, so, so here's what I don't hate about it. Uh, because they did this, from what I can tell, at least looking at their website, the game bundles, so like the Ultimate Edition, for instance, is just the game and the actual like game unlocks that it would normally come with. Yeah. So they've what they seem to have done is basically separated out the digital benefits that you would normally have gotten in the, the collector's bundle from the actual physical accoutrement Mm -hmm. so if you just want the digital stuff you can just buy the digital stuff if you want the physical stuff you buy both i guess of course the catch is that i'm pretty sure the cost of both of them is like twice as much as it used to be so they're not doing anybody any favor no no i think that's where my like eh, eh, unease comes from i guess because like the the physical stuff is it's kind of neat but like why would I spend a hundred dollars on all that stuff plus a hundred dollars on the game itself? Yeah, I actually didn't see what the uh, what the cost of the ultimate bundle is, but I'm uh, sure it's a lot. It's a hundred hundred twenty nine dollars Canadian, so probably around a hundred bucks American. Yeah, I wonder what uh, I should have looked this up before so, we started. I I have it up. Um, so the ultimate edition will get you uh, Diablo Four for Battle.net, open beta early access, a light bearer mount. Diablo 3, Inarius Wings and Inarius Murloc Pet. The World of Warcraft, Amalgam of Range Mount. Uh, Diablo Immortal, Umber Winged Darkness Cosmetic Set. Up to four days early access to Diablo 4. The Temptation Mount, a Hellborn Carapace Mount Armor. And uh, an Accelerated Seasonal Battle Pass Unlock, which includes a premium Seasonal Battle Pass Unlock, plus 20 tier skips and cosmetics. And the Wings of the Creator Emote. That is your ultimate edition. So uh, that's all fair. That's actually not what I was going to say. Uh, What I was going to ask was I should have tried to figure this out. I'm looking it up right now, see if I can find it. We'll probably drop it in the description or you can find it yourself. Uh, I was wondering how much the Diablo 3 collector's box cost at launch. Because it came with less physical stuff. It came with some, but yeah. but less physical stuff. And all of the... Uh, it looks like it was 99 
US for the Diablo 3 collector's box. That makes sense to me because I think I got the World of Warcraft Cataclysm collector's box too when it came out and it was probably roughly around the same in yeah. terms of Canadian dollars. Yeah, I was curious because, um, you know, if it had been $200, yeah. then then the combination of the two at 249 that's not so unreasonable. Yeah. But it, it sounds like this is basically twice. Well, we'll call it twice because it comes with a little bit more stuff. Yeah. Uh, it, it sounds like this is pretty much twice the cost of the last version. So yeah. that's pretty gross. Yeah. Um, I, I like the idea of separating them out. I yeah. honestly do because I, I would not care about the physical stuff, no. but I might be interested in the digital. But $250. Yeah. Like a lot, you get a lot of goodies for the digital version of it, but that's. You do. Yeah. Yeah. Still a lot. Yeah. Yeah. So anyways, that's the Diablo 4 Collector's Edition. Uh, just be aware that if you go ahead and uh, find the merch box on their website, uh, it doesn't in include the game. You will also have to then buy the game. So, Although it's not like, what was the game that we were talking about a few weeks ago? God where of it was War. Shipped? God of War Ragnarok. Yeah, God of War Ragnarok. Yep. Where it accidentally didn't have the game in it. Yeah, it was supposed <laughs> to have the game in it. Yeah, no. I, well, that's what I, I wondered when I first saw the headline, because it was a little ambiguous, the one that I saw first. I wondered if that had happened again. And then it's like, oh, no, this is like intentionally doesn't include the game. This is just a merch box. Mm-hmm. Which I think is fine. Like it comes with a bunch of stuff. Like I, I actually don't think the price that they've assigned to it is unreasonable for what you get. Like you're getting a bunch of shit mm -hmm. in that box. Mm -hmm. So I don't think it's it's crazy. The fact that the ultimate edition of the game is also 149 bucks is uh, yeah a little wild. So yeah, it's it's I don't know. I I'm kind of past the uh, like. I guess the big collector's boxes like this, you know what I mean? I think the last one I ever bought was for uh, Arkham City and it yeah. came with uh it came with like the the game case was a book that had like a bunch of art and mm -hmm. all that stuff in it, but then it also came with like this little Batman statue. Um It was a nice <clears throat> statue too. Yeah, I still have it. It's at home on uh my guitar amp. So um but yeah, like it, it was I think that was the last one that I that I bought that I was actually interesting because i mean like i don't really want all this stuff yeah <laughs> you know i mean, I, mean? Yeah. I never bought into any <laughs> of the collector's box stuff the only thing that i would for me if somebody wanted to get my dollars for a collector's box and i don't think i'm in the majority here as with so many things <laughs> um would be like the game and a plushie yeah. so like stray sell me the game and the stray cat is a plushie yeah. I might be interested. Yeah. For Kerbal Space Quarium, sell me the game and a Jebediah Kerbin mm -hmm. plushie. I might be interested. I don't need a bunch of extra shit to put on my shelves. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Like that that actually makes me think of when we were at um Origins, we saw that one cat game mm -hmm. and we were all like, Does the plushie come with it? Because the plushie was adorable. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It was a shame because I forget what the name of the game was, but yeah. it was it was a cat game and uh, their booth was decorated up at, with all these plushies and everything else. And, and it, like it looked and stuff. Yeah, it looked like the cat was part of the game, like that was part of the box. Yeah, probably a collector's edition. But when I asked the the person at the booth, they were like, no, those are just extra things. And it's like, oh, that's kind of crushing. Yeah. And they sold out like every day. I think yeah. every day, yeah. they, whatever stock yeah. they had, they, so we they couldn't would even sell get out. The game we couldn't that even day, get the game. It looked like a good game. Yeah, they were sold out or else I would have bought a copy anyways. Yeah. But yeah, they had already sold out for the day. So. Yeah, the only, and when you were saying about a game and, and uh, a plushie, when 
WoW started doing the the Bible pets. Yep. There was the uh, the Griffin and the Wervin, where you'd get the pet, and then you could also get the the plushie as well. That's yep. I think another comparable thing. Yeah, I think the other reason that I like the the plushie that I would be willing to do a plushie is you can always give it to like a niece or a nephew or something. Yeah. Like you can hang on to it for a little while and then give it to somebody who will exactly like yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I just I don't need a lot of plastic nonsense on my shelves. No, no, no. I'm I have enough transformers that take up that real estate. So, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh God, just think of all the transformers that are going to come out with the new game too. You're gonna That's need. True. You're gonna need a second house. No, we just need to put up shelves finally. Oh, shots fired. Bye-bye library. <laughs> oh, no. double those shots your, fired. Those are your books too. <laughs> um, Taking up parking for my Transformers. <laughs> so in case anybody wasn't aware, who cares? Uh, Vampire Survivors DLC was uh, released yesterday? Yesterday. Yep. I bought it today because I forgot that it was releasing yesterday. Uh, I have not played it yet. I'm going to play it this weekend, but I mean, it looks a lot like Vampire Survivors, yeah. oddly enough. Yeah, it's, so. I think it's just more with the Japanese theme to yeah. it. Yeah. yeah. I bought it yesterday and I think I you need to unlock them because I didn't see anything in the screen at all. Yet, I think so. you do. I will let you know because I had basically everything unlocked. Yeah. As soon as I open it up, I'll let you know. Okay. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. That was, uh, I think universally, and we were talking about this earlier, but I think, uh, when we were, should we, should we go over the whole uh, awards thing? Did we want to talk about that now? Let, or? Uh, let's mention that now while we're still fairly early in the video. Okay. Um, so, so the gist of it is uh, the three of us, uh, we are 26th episode, I believe, comes out New Year's Eve, December mm -hmm. 31st. Mm -hmm. uh, it'll come out at noon, but December 31st. We are going to, so it'll be an hour long episode, give or take. We're going to go live somewhere around 1 p.m. Eastern. It might be a little later. We'll we'll keep you posted on Discord. Um, we're going to go live and we're going to talk about what we would give awards to because there's been a couple of people that, A, people have asked us to, to go live so that we can have uh, a chat with everybody, which we want to do. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And also people have asked us what we might give awards to. Uh, so we're going to kill two birds with one stone. Uh, New Year's Eve, like the day of New Year's Eve. So we were not going to do it at midnight or anything like that. It's going to be like 1 p.m. Eastern, something like that. Uh, we're going to go live for a little while and we're going to we're going to talk about awards. Yeah, you'll be able to uh, you'll be able to watch us while you uh, either prep and get ready or pre-drink for your New Year's Eve party. Yeah. Yeah. Or potentially, depending on your time zone, I suppose during New or Year's Eve, yeah. midnight, I yeah. guess. Or yeah. afterwards when you're hungover. Nope. Nope. Uh, we're going to delete it three seconds after it airs. <laughs> well, <laughs> fine then. If you're close to midnight from uh, where you're from, you could wait until we could wait until the stroke of midnight to announce our game of the year. And that would bring in your New Year. <gasps> yeah. Maybe we'll maybe we'll aim to announce it at exactly 2 p.m. or something. Yeah. We'll build up to it, announce it at exactly 2 p.m. so that somewhere it'll be midnight. I think I think that should work. Uh, anyways. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Unrelated, just for anyone who's who's interested, anyone who might not know about this. I've told a few people about this and they they didn't know it existed. So sort of a public service announcement if anyone's curious or, or interested. We're going to here uh, at my place, we're going to do the Thanos snap uh, New Year's where you mm -hmm. start the end game, Avengers end game at the exact. Well, you can do one of two things. You can either do 
uh, Infinity War where Thanos snaps everybody away at New Year's, or you can do Endgame where Downey Jr., uh, Iron Man brings everybody back at New Year's. Uh, you can find the timestamps for either one of those online very easily. Uh, and the idea is that at exactly midnight is when the snap happens. So we're going to do one of those two. I'm, I think we're going to do the Thanos snap, but we'll see. Yeah. <laughs> it's better. It's just, it's, it's better. <laughs> so if you're, uh, if you're at all interested, there's other movies that do similar things. So, uh, so if you're curious about that kind of thing. The Death Star blowing up in Star Wars. Yep. That is one. I've seen that timestamp. Yep. Or the Death Star blowing up in Return of the Jedi. <laughs> or the Death Star blowing up in Episode 7. <laughs> or, oh, what's some other ones? Um, oh, uh, when the White House gets blown up in Independence Day. Yeah, mm. yeah, absolutely. So anyways, if you didn't know that that's a thing you can do, there's a whole bunch of movies that uh, that you can use for your New Year's Eve. We're going to set up, I think, the Thanos snap this year for funsies. Sounds like funsies. Also, I recommend from the board game side of things, there are certain board games that are timed and you can start those at obviously whatever time maps and finish at exactly New Year's as well. So if you're on the board game flavor, try that out. That's cool sounding. What kind of games would do that? Uh, there's a few like dungeon escape sort of games that are time limited to exactly X minutes. Mm. Um, and uh However far along you get, that's that's how far you get. Uh, most games you can end early, so it is a limited set. And I don't remember clearly enough to give examples, but maybe we'll... Next week I'll have some examples. How about that? Our or, Christmas or you flame. can, or you can our, Google them. Our, our, Christmas, uh, our Christmas episode. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, because yeah, it's, uh, it's the 24th. Aye. New, uh, Christmas Eve. Yep. And then uh, New Year's Eve. Yep. We nailed it. Yep. Yeah, we did good. We picked a good year to start. Yeah, yeah, yeah we did, and a, <laughs> and a good time to just randomly start on Saturdays. Yeah, it worked yep. out well for us. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm sure next year it won't work out. Nope, no, no. Oh, well, but I am looking forward to the Christmas break because holy crap, are we? Am I able going to be like get through some backlog games and stuff? I was going to say, why don't we just uh, because uh, I'm sure other people are also prepping their list for the holidays. Uh, we're going to play through Wonder Book for sure. Yes. Yeah. Hell yeah. Yes. Yeah. And I'm not going to make any crazy promises that we're going to video and like film and edit or anything like that. But we will take some at least some pictures, maybe some like really quick short yeah. videos and, and we'll throw some stuff up uh, throughout the break. But Wonder Book is definitely on the list. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah. That's like uh, by far and away, that's one of the most I... I'm going to say it's probably one of the most revolutionary like board games I've seen, like just for the concept of it being a pop-up book. And that's your, that's your game board. And it constantly adapts and evolves to the, to the, as you progress to the game. Yeah. Well, it's definitely, I would say hands down, it's the most innovative board. Mm -hmm. um, the game itself has a lot of elements that I think are somewhat similar with other I games. Meant, that's what yeah. I mean. No, I know what you meant, but, yeah. but yeah, uh, definitely hands down the most innovative board. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. Um, and yeah. Been... And then we <laughs> we might get ballsy over the break and open up Madara. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. That's a that's a pretty strong commitment. That, I don't know if we'll get there. That freaking box doubles as gym equipment. Yeah. Like seriously, yeah. it's a heavy freaking box. But it's we. Uh, I remember we seen that at uh, PAX uh, last year, and we were like, just the art style of the game and just the the setup of it looks so cool that we regretted not picking it up then yep. uh but happened to find it 
you know, here in here in Canada. Yeah, so, just, just yeah. randomly saw it one day. <laughs> yeah, okay, and then well, like, yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll buy this. Yes. Uh, so. Yeah, so that that if if we open that up, that'll be the big thing for the break. But that might be too much of a commitment. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. But video game wise, holy crap! There's a bunch. There are so many freaking games. What yeah. do you give us? So, give us a few. Yeah. Give us, so give us right, two. Okay. Well, right now, um, I started playing a game called High on Life. Uh, it came out. It's on Game Pass. So it's again, it's the beauty thing of Game Pass is if you're unsure and on the fence about wanting to buy certain games, having this uh, having this service just makes it like so much easier to you know pick and choose what you want to get so i downloaded this game it's uh by the creators of uh, rick and morty um and it's developed by squanch games it's i you're it's basically a first person shooter but oh my freaking god is it funny like it is so funny it is so freaking hilarious the gameplay is really good like the actual shooting mechanic the story the, the the conversation like i can't replicate it and do it justice it's something that you literally like you have to play and don't if you be, don't mind cursing yeah if you don't mind cursing it's it's really funny but i will say like when you start it don't be like thinking like oh what the hell like this isn't the game that i bought it's how the game starts i will leave it at that <laughs> But it is it insofar as video game intros. Oh, I was dying laughing playing through this intro, mm-hmm. and then even when I got into the game itself, I just like the tutorial thing. So your gun that you have, they're called um, Gatlians. They're talking weapons. Um, living so weapons. Living, right? yeah, living weapons. They're living guns. Um, so th- as the tutorial goes, when you first get this gun at uh, this thing's talking to you and it's basically poking fun at the game, it's like, yeah, just, you know, just aim down the site. And if you keep shooting, it's like, or don't, you can just, you know, ignore me and just blah, 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 blah. But then when you finally aim down the site, the thing squints its eyes and it starts like, oh, hey, yeah, you, I see you looking at me now. Yeah, you, I can see the white of your eyes. You look so pretty. And it just throws you off because you're sitting there trying to shoot dude like aliens. But this thing's like just sweet talking you the entire time. So I'm dying laughing. It's it's really quirky. It's fun. It's a lot of these reviewers and this kind of annoys me because a lot of reviewers are giving it uh, a shitty rating because of the humor. Yeah. Like, do, do you guys not remember what fun is? Like, do, do you, is, is fun, is that a concept like funny and like humor and comedy? Is that just a concept that kind of eludes people? some people nowadays well it's uh it's just reviewers in general i mean south park did a great episode on yelp reviewers mm-hmm. and it's, yeah. it's one of those things like nobody who enjoys games goes into reviewing games right yeah i mean and i say that as someone who theoretically is is going into reviewing games on some level but for me it's never about reviewing a game it's it's all about relaying an experience and yeah. I would never shit on a game because I didn't personally like it. Yeah. I'll shit on a game because it has bugs. I'll shit on a game because it's like it just does not work. Like the search for Bigfoot was one of the first games in a long time that I've been like, this is a bad game because it doesn't fucking work. Mm-hmm. It's yeah. broken. Yeah. Uh, other than that, it's like, yeah, some of these aren't my cup of tea, but other people will like them. That's cool. Yeah. yeah if, if we don't like a game, like why bother rating and pl- play- spending time playing the thing? Just Yeah, the only reason I will ever generally give something a bad review is if I think that it's 
bad at like it's bad at some fundamental level mm-hmm. that other people should be warned away from yeah. buying it. Yeah, like like Cyberpunk 2077 when it first came out, that right. would be like don't spend your money on this. Yeah. yeah. If 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 it gets better, yeah, sure, whatever, do what you want, but yeah. right now do not spend your money, mm-hmm. but Yeah. Um, yeah. But yeah, this yeah, this game's just it's quirky as hell. It's funny. Uh the gameplay's great and like some of the interactions you have with NPCs are just freaking so insanely funny they have a bunch of little i haven't found all of them yet but there's a bunch of little easter eggs in there that uh reference other games in a series um yeah it's it's really fun like i said if you have game pass do yourself a favor and try it it's i think it's great and it's kind of refreshing to play a game that doesn't take itself seriously and it like you know what i mean like it pokes fun at the some of the video game tropes if you will yeah, I so, might uh, mm-hmm. I might check it out over the break. Uh, I've just gotten into No Man's Sky again, so I I don't know how much other gaming I'm going to be doing <laughs> video wise. Uh, but I I loved the South Park uh, games, yeah. and although I know it's a very different style of game, like it's the same. It sounds very similar in terms of the humor is the first and foremost part of the game. Yeah. Uh, so it sounds like something I'd enjoy, but I mean, No Man's Sky is going to eat up my entire life for the next <laughs> while. So. <laughs> Sorry, everybody else. <laughs> Not what, necessarily a bad thing. What about you, Sarah? What are you going to be playing video, video game wise? <laughs> I don't know because I normally play on the computer mm-hmm. and because we have Xbox through the computer and that's what Chad's using for games oh, right so you now. Need to borrow the Steam Deck over the holidays. Well, I also, there's also the PlayStation 5 and, oh. and uh, Mass Effect is sitting there waiting for me. So I may... Okay. Dip my toe into that. If you want to borrow the Steam Deck, let me know. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> well, I I mean, I'm going to be mostly playing No Man's Sky on the yeah. computer. So, yeah. <laughs> I, although I got to say, it runs pretty well. Well, actually, no, it runs great on the Steam Deck. The fan spins up quite a bit on the Steam, yeah. Steam Deck, but it runs great. Uh, my buddy Aaron, actually, that's what he's playing on when, when oh, we nice. do multiplayer. Which, by the way, if you're playing No Man's Sky because of the way the world works, uh, I will... Um, I'll post the coordinates of at least some of my base and stuff in Discord somewhere. Um, if you want to come and find us and even potentially play with us, uh, we've been playing Thursday nights. Uh, I don't know what the group size limits and everything are, but uh, generally speaking, uh, I'm I'm open to hanging out with people. Mm-hmm. Cool. Yeah, yeah I uh, I also started. Uh, I finally got Evil West. Okay, and it was uh, mm-hmm. it was the. Uh, cowboy uh vampire killing game that came out uh, a few weeks back um it's it looks amazing uh gameplay wise it kind of reminds me of a faster paced uh the newer god of war games you have that really close tight third over the shoulder perspective like in your uh the re2 remakes or re4 or the god of war games but uh you have like your melee your, your character has this gauntlet that can be electrified that you use to beat the shit out of vampires and you get your typical six shooter and your good old rifle that you shoot these damn vampires to from a distance. It's good times. I mean, it's, it's quick, insane kind of fun. It, it, it almost makes me feel like if this had, if it had, it came out on like the 360 or the PS3 era, it probably would have been like one of those games where like, Oh shit, this is game of the year. Mm. Like it just has that kind of, I, um, I can't believe I'm saying this, but classic feel. I yeah. considered that that the 360 <laughs> classic, like, holy shit. But no, well, it's fun. So that's another one like I started and I'll probably finish. I'll probably finish over the weekend. Yeah. 
It has a great soundtrack too. Yeah, the soundtrack's sweet. Yeah. It's got that old Western kind of, uh, it's like an ominous uh, kind of Western twangy yeah. freaking soundtrack. If, if you've ever played Bastion at all, it, it actually, that was my very first thought was like the soundtrack to Bastion. So yeah. yeah. Cool. Oh, there's a random ass question that I've meant to ask like five times and I've never asked. Have either of you ever bought a soundtrack of a video game? Yes. Yep. Which ones? World of Warcraft. Really? It came with the collector's edition that I oh. mentioned earlier. And then I think I also, it was before Spotify was a thing, so I would bought the Wrath of the Lich King soundtrack as well. Cool. Yeah. They're very good. And I use them still when I'm like reading books and need to tune out the rest of the world. Yeah, I believe it. Yeah. Yeah. That's cool. Mm -hmm. What about you, Chad? Castlevania Symphony of the Night. Uh, I'm shocked. Metal Gear Solid. Because oh. uh, actually, I, Metal Gear Solid 2 should have been the one uh, that I got because uh, Harry Grayson Williams, uh, he, he's done soundtracks for like a lot of uh, Tom Clancy movies. And um, I think The Fugitive, I think he did The Fugitive, I think. Okay. But he did a really good soundtrack in Metal Gear Solid 2. Uh, but I got Metal Gear Solid 1 because that music's just iconic for me. And uh, The Messenger. Oh, oh, yeah. The Messenger has a great soundtrack. Hmm. And it, really it is. each level, because uh, the whole thing with that is uh, you can switch from an 8-bit to a 16-bit visual style. And in the game, it's considered like time warping. Oh. Uh, but the music changes. So like it's in the 8-bit, it's like your basic like NES kind of 8-bit music. But when you cross over and it's like instant, it, it adds a bunch of different sounds and like synth and all this stuff. But it's the same song, just more to it. That's cool. And the music, the the songs are catchy like... I'll be playing the game and you'll see Sarah kind of like bopping her head mm -hmm. and rocking out to it and stuff. And I'll be like whistling it, you cool. know, just out of the blue. So yeah, really catchy tunes and stuff. So nice. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. I, I don't think I've ever bought a soundtrack and not for any good reason either, because I actually like game music mm -hmm. and I will sometimes play what I assume are bootleg playlists of like, uh, old, like NES game, uh, music and stuff from YouTube. I'm sure they're not actually legal, but they're they're uploaded, so whatever. <laughs> um, so what video game soundtracks would you buy? Oh, I don't know. Um, that's a great question that I don't have an answer to. I, I like some of the No Man's Sky back, background music. It's very, very like low key. Mm -hmm. um, I like some of the old stuff, like NES type games, like the polyphonic stuff. That's uh, that they really spent a lot of time researching the the concentration impact of. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, think, I don't know. You think back on like all those games, like the Super Mario, you know, like doo -doo 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 -doo, so you know, or fucking memorable. The, yeah, any like the Castlevania uh, stuff, the Mega Man, like holy crap! Like most of my freaking life, I've lived like, and I. I would hear something in my head or I'd be doing something and in my head, all I'd hear is like, and just like rocking out to Mega Man tunes, you know? Oh, fuck. <laughs> now I want to play Mega Man. Oh, I've never played Mega Man myself, but he, and I've never actually sat down and really watched Tab play too much of a level. But the amount of time that he has played Mega Man while I'm doing other stuff, it gets stuck in my head, that yeah. music. It is so, so good. Let us know in the comments if Chad just fucked you over too. <laughs> oh, man. You know what? My buddy Jim and I, and then this used to be our uh, our routine, is uh, whenever a new Mega Man game would come out, Jim would rent it, and or I would rent it. 
And then we would go either to my house or Jim's house for lunch uh, mm. from school. Mm-hmm. We would play it all throughout lunch. We would sometimes we would beat the frigging games, but it would it's like trial and error. It's like, oh, okay, we're gonna start here and see what we can do. But we would get them and we would beat them like we would finish the games together and then we I, I think we yeah we did that with the all six if i'm wrong jim correct me but i'm pretty sure we did and cool. like it, it was just good times man like playing those games Multi- sitting there with your buddies it just fuck man multiplayer it i honestly think that that's why uh a lot of people who are I'm going to say older gamers, which I think is what we are, um, because obviously obviously there were games, but I think we were in the first wave of humans that sort of, we grew up with games. It wasn't like, oh yeah, you can go to an arcade and play games. It's like, no, you can have them in your house. You can, Mm -hmm. you can play them on your TV and everything else. And I think as a result of that, um, the nostalgia that a lot of people have for old games has not that much to do with the actual games themselves and everything to do with the fact that they were couch co-op. Yeah. Which brings me back to my eternal rant of stop not fucking doing couch co-op. Yeah. More couch co-op. <laughs> yeah. Hell yeah. Uh, anyways, yeah. I was just looking at my list trying to figure out what I'm going to be playing other than No Man's Sky and... Uh, Obviously, a little bit of Vampire Survivors, a little bit of Munchkin. I don't know. I don't think there's any other games that I, I bought a whole bunch of games that I'll probably pick up, mm-hmm. like the Crop Duster and stupid <laughs> games like that. I'll probably play through a few more of those. But, high on Life. Uh, you got to play so, High on Life. You have to try High on Life. Uh, I suspect it's more likely that Danielle will try High on Life and I'll, I'll yeah. watch a little bit because I think she would enjoy it. Yeah, it's good. It's good, good, good. Yeah. Oh, there was that other game that came out on game pass too oh, the potion potion uh, craft yeah, yeah that's probably craft, one yeah. i'll try mm-hmm. it's like it's it's like an old-timey alchemist simulator type thing it was in early access for a while on steam full 3d or what are we talking um should i, I just look it up yeah it's on they steam. kind of look like old the graphics kind of reminds me of like old diagrams from uh uh like old uh, books but yeah um, like old textbooks and yeah, stuff yeah yeah like uh the that parchment kind of yellow with the black ink. Oh yeah. 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 See, Sarah and I sometimes are on the same wavelength for games. This does look like something I would totally check out. Um, But I'm already playing a crafter, so probably I won't actually (laughs) get around to it. Well, I will give it a shot and tell you whether. Yeah. Let me know if I should waste my life on it. Yeah. Uh, we're going to, at some point, we're going to play some more Grounded, I bet, over the yeah. holidays. Because we, yeah. we had some fun with that. Yes, we did. Yeah. I actually haven't picked it up since that night, though. I don't think I've played it since yeah. that night either. Uh, but it was fun. Yeah. It, we, uh, we built some stuff. We, uh, the spiders did not bother me at all, really. Um, other than the fact that they're huge. Uh, yeah. Well, <laughs> I, don't, I don't have any crawling on my mic stand tonight um, yet. Uh, the spiders that we saw didn't impact me except that like they're, they're fast and they're nasty animals. Like I, there was no like arachnophobia response, but it's like, Oh my God, I'm going to die. <laughs> yeah. That's the, yeah. Yeah. Uh, but with that said, we didn't really get into any of the wolf spiders and I do think they might 
elicit a yeah, response. Yeah, because you you thought you thought the orb spiders were big. The wolf spiders are like twice as big. Yeah, so the, and they're hairy. Yeah, I think that's the trick. Like I just based on what I saw from the the spider preview on mm-hmm. the thing, because it uses a wolf spider. Yeah, I think. It does. Uh, I was like, yeah, that once it's moving at you, I think that would elicit a response. None of the other ones, like none of them looks actually the little ones looked pretty realistic. Um, they just didn't bother me. I, I'm not sure why. Um, so it'll be interesting Uh, when I do eventually run into a wolf spider face to face, I'll be interested. But so far I've been playing it with, uh, the arachnophobia Mm -hmm. stuff completely off. So I'm, I'm seeing everything as it's supposed to be. And I haven't had any trouble with it at all. Yeah, that's, that's good. Um, even when we were in the bushes, that's just spider city. <laughs> Actually, the one, what was it? The one lab that I was in where I was just being chased. I was kiting oh, the spider yeah, yeah, around the, the for, hedge. Like, yeah, for like the hedge 10 lab. minutes because I, I couldn't kill it. It was so strong. And, and I just, had died. So I was trying to get back yeah. to you. And then like, as I'm like coming up the ramp, you died. And I'm like, for I fell off. Yeah. Oh yeah, I, you fell off. I, and I, I was killed. like, I was gonna try and come and save you, but I, then I died too. I actually ended up finally killing the spider and everything was great. And then I was taking a zip line and I like bailed in the middle of it and fell to my death. In the middle of a giant swarm of spider. <laughs> zip line. Zip line. Zip line. Zip line. Um but uh but yeah, no, even in spider hell, I it didn't bother me at all. Mm-hmm. So I don't know what it is. Maybe just I it's, it's a game and I know that or I don't yeah. know. But yeah. they did not elicit any response from yeah, me. Yeah, because so, you even went into that, the, the giant spider nest that I wandered into there. Yeah, yeah. yeah nothing bothered me yeah. in the least, um, which is, I mean, if you have arachnophobia, I mean, it has a support setting for that. Yeah. But I got to say, I have pretty significant arachnophobia and it did not bother me at all. Yeah. So Actually, ironically enough, that Evil West game that I, I, I was, I've been playing, they have an arachnophobia setting as well, too, where you can turn it off. But it's not like because there's a bunch. So I went into this one mine area and there's just a ton of like really big spiders just running around the ground. That would be I, that might bug me. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and that. Yeah. But I guess they have a setting where you, they, you can turn that off and it just removes them from the game. Yeah. That so, that sort of thing might bother me. Yeah. I'll tell you the the thing that bothers me the most it, that of anything is when TV shows, even actually Archer in the most recent season, they just did like it's obviously animated. But the like spiders like crawling on people. <sighs> <laughs> it's the legs. I can't it's, do oh. it. I can't do it. Even animated, I can't do it. <laughs> yeah, no, so. no, I, I get that. I don't have arachnophobia, but like bugs crawling on. Oh. Ugh. Ugh. My uh, my sister-in-law, she's got pretty bad arachnophobia too. But you ever see that um, that CG animated cute spider? The one that that's, 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 that's voiced by like a four-year-old. Yeah, yeah, I think yeah. I have. And yeah. It, like you'd see it running around the table, and then it's big Google eyes. And it's like, "Hello, please don't step on me." Right. So I seen this video, and I'm like, "Oh, that does look cute." And I sent it to her. Nope. And right away, it's like, oh, yeah. "Yeah, no, no, anything <laughs> like that, no dice, no dice." Because um, it a lot of it has to do with the movement. Yep. If the movement mm. it looks real enough, then it's yeah, it's that'll that makes get sense. You. Yeah. Um. So how do you deal with wow spiders then? Because there's a lot of spiders. So, so interesting. Um, and Danielle has actually asked me this before. Um, I don't know what it is because obviously it's like unconscious. It's not something that I I see a spider and then become afraid of it. It's mm-hmm. literally like if I see a spider on a screen or anything like that, my in, 
instant reaction is panic. Yeah. And then sensibility can set in. I do not get that trigger ever from, I have never gotten that trigger from any video game in terms of like WoW or Diablo or anything like that. Uh, there was like the uh, the arachnophobia video game that I very foolishly picked up for like five seconds. Uh, that did it because they are meant to look photorealistic. Um, I wow spiders, everything else, uh, Diablo three, like the whole spider den mission and everything else. Yep. No reaction whatsoever. Hmm. Because they- I think the movement is just not correct. Yeah. So because, uh, yeah, I, I've had people, including Danielle, ask me that. And I'm just like, it. I don't have a reaction hmm. at all mm-hmm. of, to that. Uh, I don't know if that's intentional, if they like do work to if they have somebody on staff that's, that has arachnophobia that's like not like that. But, uh, yeah, those games have never triggered me in any way, shape or form. Considering that they don't look as realistic too, like the, yeah. the just the graphical style of them as I well. I think that's part of it. Yep. yep. Yeah. So, but it is interesting. I can, uh, like my brain before I even process that it's seen something, it's already determined whether it's like uh, an ant or a scorpion or anything like that. No reaction to those. But if it's a spider, instantaneously panic, mm-hmm. and then I have to like let like consciousness tone that down yeah um my buddy total non sequitur not related to gaming but my buddy at work one uh one year this was several jobs back uh found out that i had arachnophobia and and sent me a a giant picture of a goliath bird eating spider (laughs) that was the whole email and i just like you bash so so i just printed it out put googly eyes on it and just plastered it all over his desk (laughs) later that day (laughs) i'm like you bastard (laughs) but uh yeah no uh most video games including grounded so far Mm -hmm. uh no reaction whatsoever yeah Interesting. Yeah, well, I mean, like I said, when the graphics when they try to when the graphics have that cartoony kind of, you know, yeah. I think it I think it it has to help at least somewhat. I, yeah. I think it's mostly about the movement. If the legs yeah. don't move in the yeah. the actual spidery way, I think that's what makes it mm-hmm. not to be kind of similar, like with uh, snakes, like uh, how they kind of move and stuff. The whole like slithery, like yeah, ooh, yeah, ooh, you know, yeah, yeah because it's not convincing, yeah. I'm, mm-hmm really not good with snakes at all but like doesn't bother me in games ever yeah yeah Uh, and i think part of that is that i i like obviously i have no idea how the brain actually works on this but i think part of it is like if you enter a game and it's like a gradual thing where it's like oh i'm in the jungle i'm in like a world where ants are the size of pickup trucks or whatever your, your brain has a chance to kind of like get into that mode. And it's like, okay, everything we're seeing here is fake. It's fine. We yeah. don't need to be scared about it. Um, so I think maybe that's part of it. But I, I honestly don't know. Mm-hmm. I can tell you that there has been video games that have bothered me. And obviously any real spider on like a mini uh, TV or movie or anything like that bothers me. But uh, even the spider scenes in um, Lord of the Rings don't bother me that much yeah I and they're about those pretty ones. realistic yeah harry potter spiders bug me 
the yeah. the whole all of the spiders flocking in the forest those bug me yeah no spiders don't bug me at all but i don't like those <laughs> ones either well there there is a level at which my discomfort and a normal person's discomfort balance oh, out it's, and that's it's that scene <laughs> yeah it's it's when spiders are about that big i think my reaction and a normal person's are about the same oh neat <laughs> yeah <laughs> i'm gonna go the other way now yeah, <laughs> yeah. um all well, right. Well, yeah. well. Now that we've exhausted the spider topic, yeah, oh. right. For real, we've got like um, bleh in the back of my throat because we've been talking about bugs so much, <laughs> and all I can think of is creepy crawlies crawling. Apolo- apologies if we've just triggered yeah. people at home. <laughs> so let's let's go from that blad to this other blad. Last week you had mentioned uh, near the end of the show because we talked pretty much the entire time about the game awards. Yes, uh, you wanted to bring up something about the Blizzard. Uh, Act, oh, right. Microsoft, Microsoft acquisition. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So I brought it up very briefly. Um, basically, the I want to say FCC, FTC, um, FTC, FTC. Yeah, uh, is suing to prevent that acquisition, which is um, interesting because it doesn't make any sense to me. Uh, I'm not a lawyer, obviously, mm-hmm. but it doesn't make any sense to me except as like a budgetary move. But it is interesting that. They're trying to, they seem to be trying to, like it's a monopoly claim. It's basically saying if Microsoft buys uh, Blizzard, Activision, uh, then it's a monopoly. It, it will be too big a company to compete against, which is a very interesting tack to take when, for instance, the Steam Deck just released from Valve into a market that is absolutely dominated by Xbox and uh, and PlayStation and Nintendo in the in the handheld space. That's what I, I would say the handheld market. Absolutely. They are definitely jumping into Nintendo's waters, which they've held on to since the Game Boy's inception. Absolutely. Like they are. And, and like even the form factor is very similar to the Switch. Like mm-hmm. it is a direct competitor to the Switch mm-hmm. and they've been sold out since day one. So for for them to come in and say like, well, if Microsoft buys another game studio, then they will be a de facto monopoly and nobody can compete against them. Is one of those like, I cannot imagine how that would possibly win. Well, but yeah, but with Activision Blizzard, it's not like a studio. You're buying the publisher, which has like a ton of different studios under its wing, right? Sure, sure. It just so happens that this acquisition basically entails a lot of like the mainstream popular games, like your Call of Duty, your World of Warcraft, you, you know, you, um, they've already bought Bethesda, which I mean, there's your Elder Scrolls, your Fallout, your Skyrim or um, Starfield that's coming out soon. Yep. So, yeah, I, I mean, I, I don't really care, honestly. Yeah, I, I mean, I first of all, I don't care. Yeah. Um, the only reason I care at all is because it's interesting that they that this is where they're drawing the line. Yeah, right. It's like, yeah, but like Blizzard can buy Bethesda, for instance. Mm-hmm. That's okay. But Microsoft buying Blizzard is not. It's like Microsoft as a game. Microsoft st- bought Bethesda. Sorry. That, yeah. Sorry, that's what I meant. It's yeah. like they, they can buy other things and, yeah. and Blizzard can own everything in the world, but they can't merge those two and it's like why why is this the line why does that matter and and also from microsoft perspective they've made it very clear that their play is to bring pc and console gaming 
like to bridge that gap, to mm-hmm. make that gap go away. Yep. If Sony wants to continue making their own console that doesn't partake in that ecosystem, more power to them. But I guarantee if Sony went to Microsoft and said, hey, we're going to make a new console uh, that plays Xbox games that, that like you can use your Xbox Game Pass on, I'm willing to bet Microsoft would be like, great. Yeah. Because now we yeah. don't have to make another Xbox. Yeah. <laughs> and it's kind of funny too, because do you remember when the Xbox first made its jump into, like when they first jumped in with the Xbox and everybody thought like they were just going to fucking crash and burn. And, and they, to be honest, from a financial perspective, they did. They lost so much money. And then the 360 came out. And and yeah, and they started making money yeah. and, and now they're doing quite well. But at the same time, like... But it's it's funny though, because at that time, uh, with the, the uh, in my opinion, when they released the original Xbox, I felt it was the superior machine technically. Oh, I think it was. Yeah. It was. It it had the PS2 beat by uh, leagues, and it yeah. was, oh, like yeah. the GameCube couldn't compare to it. Like the Xbox was the shit. Yeah. With the with the Xbox Live introduction, it made it the viable like uh, the viable choice. Yeah. Um, especially when they redesigned the controller. Yeah. Uh, when the 360 came out, I think they really got lucky because the ps3 really shit the bed well the the ps3 was the cell technology right which was so hard to write games for yeah so and that really burned a lot of developers hard so they were a lot of and the 360 got a ton of really great games but nintendo i think the wii came geez like halfway through it all yeah i mean i think nintendo's playing in its own sandbox anyways Mm -hmm. so Um, but, but like, I, yeah, I just find it funny that like, it's this, here's this big conglomerate that everybody thought was going to just not never make it in the video game industry. And here we are like yeah. 20 years later and they are doing quite well. I mean, they just wouldn't take no for an answer. No. And, and I mean, like eventually that'll work. I mean, they were involved in the Dreamcast to some degree as well. That's true. Windows, um, uh, the operating system. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. They, they had a hand in Dreamcast. Yep. That's sort of where it all started for them. Um, and that's why the Dreamcast is actually one of the reasons why I think if Sony would play ball, that Microsoft would probably be okay with, I mean, maybe not now because they're actually, the Xbox is kind of the better system now anyways. Mm -hmm. So maybe not now, but I think there was a time at least where if Sony had played ball and just said, we'll let people, we'll make it so that people can play game pass games on the PS four five, whatever. I think Microsoft would have been like, cool. That saves us from having to do hardware. Um, Because I don't think they necessarily want to. I think they just want to be able to give people the gaming experience that they want anywhere. Yeah. I think that's all they actually want. As evidenced by the fact that it looks like, you know, Steam Decks, whether officially or not officially are, you know, they're going to play Xbox Live games. And like Microsoft clearly wants you to just play their games anywhere. And uh, yeah, I don't know. It seems weird that suddenly this is the line that gets drawn around uh, new games. It's like indie publishers have proven time and time and time and time again that you don't need to be a massive studio to make a shit ton of money at games. I just there's no angle from which that lawsuit makes sense to me, except it's going to cost a huge amount to litigate and it's going to use up a whole bunch of budget that they're going to get again next year. That's, yeah. that's the only reason I can think of that they're suing. Yeah. Um, but it'll be interesting to follow. I kind of think it's just something that's going to happen sooner or later. Like you're going to get Xbox game pass on a PlayStation system. 
I think it's it's bound to happen. We talked about yeah. um, uh, Nintendo, yeah, uh, Xbox stuff going on to Nintendo, and you've already you're already seeing it. Uh, Ori, Ori, and the uh, Will of the Wisps, and mm-hmm. yep. th- those are Xbox games that you can play on your Switch. Yep. So, oh, I I don't think it's very. I I think two things. I think that Nintendo is playing in their own sandbox. Yeah. And I think that Nintendo is also at this point. I think that they would be fairly happy just being a uh, game service company. Yeah. Yeah. I don't think they give a goddamn about hardware at this point. They mm-hmm. they just keep experimenting with new kind of cool stuff. Look at Sega. Yeah. You know? Yeah. I mean, Sonic, you could play Sonic. Who, whoever thought back in the day, you know, playing on your Super Nintendo that, yeah. you know, one of these days I'm going to play a Sonic game on my Nintendo system. Sure. Yep. Here you are. <laughs> right. Yeah, like it just the way Nintendo is positioning themselves and it's the same sort of thing that Microsoft is doing. It's just everything's about the service, everything's about subscribe to our online thing and you can play your Nintendo games and you can play the whole catalog and and it's great and it's amazing and I I think that's where they see the money mm-hmm. and whether they're right or wrong, I think that's where they're going to put all of their focus. And Chris Pratt. And Chris <laughs> Pratt. And Chris Pratt. Yeah. It's a me, Mario. <laughs> yeah, well, obviously terrible movies are. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking terrible movies. Why can people not stop making bad movies about video games? I don't get it. It's because, like, from the clips that were on during the, the thing, it just looking at it, like, it, it doesn't look super terrible. It just looks like another kid's movie. That's all it looks like. Fair like, enough. you could take the plot and just slap it on any any characters in there and it'll just be the same yeah yeah fair enough yeah just just trying to get kids familiarized with games more so than they already are get bobcat goldthwaite this fucking do mario (laughs) 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 i don't know just make a good fucking video game make mega man the movie i don't think they do that well though no it's called iron man (laughs) <laughs> it did no, great. <laughs> no, the, the the original Mortal Kombat movie. It was the, okay. I think that was pretty much a pretty good move for a, a video game adaptation of a or a movie adaptation of a video game franchise. I think that original Mortal Kombat movie pretty much fit that T perfectly. It was a fighting tournament yeah. to, you know, and they had a fighting tournament. Yeah, it was all right. Yeah. But I would watch a Mega Man movie. Like, that would be cool. Mech suit, big tanks, future stuff. Is he just playing through the levels? Sure, why not? Eight bosses in well, two then hours. Just watch Chad play it. No, 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 no. Li- could, I could dress him up like a Mega Man, too. Listen, if if we can have a lot of action. I'll even make action, it authentic, and I'll just be like, Dr. Wiley, I'm coming for you. <laughs> if we can have a live action Lion King, then I can have a live goddamn action Mega Man. But was that really a live action Lion King? No, and it was terrible. Yeah. I didn't even watch it and it was terrible. <laughs> That's how it bad was, it was. No, nah, yeah. No, the animated original <laughs> version is definitely better. Yeah. yeah. I, it's I've just, it was more. a remake that didn't need to be done. No. Sonic the Hedgehog. They did the live action Sonic the Hedgehog. That was terrible. Like you, even the plot of that. I didn't watch it, but <laughs> oh, just right. the plot they did of that do that. Was I was Jim, like, wait, there was one? Jim yeah. Carrey Jim played Carrey. Dr. Robotnik yeah. slash Eggman. Yeah. Yeah. Just the plot of that movie was atrocious. Forget the actual terrible animation and everything else. Just the plot was atrocious. Well, I mean, there was never much plot to a Sonic game anyway. 
<laughs> yeah, that's that's why I'm like Mega Man. How? Oh come on! As though there's not movie like what about John Wick? deranged deranged doctor? Never watched deranged, John Wick. Uh, deranged lunatic <sighs> doctor reprograms eight robots to terrorize a city, and the opposite doctor, the good doctor. It takes his creation that he made just to help mankind to fight off these eight robots. I'm sorry. Did you miss the part where she said she's never seen John Wick? You Wait, wait what? I've never seen John Wick. <laughs> I'm taking this fucking ring off. <laughs> okay. Uh, well, so so the plot of John Wick 1 is... Uh, you kill my dog, I kill you. I yeah. know that. So if, if they can make that movie that good, then they can make Mega Man that good. <laughs> So Evil scientist creates eight robots. Yeah, that's right. Just <laughs> yep. cast yep. Keanu Reeves. You're put, fine. Put that in open AI. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> oh, actually, that's uh, that's something I should oh, mention. So, it's so, so good. Um, the chat GPT bot, which, uh, which I did mention on the podcast a few weeks ago, and I'm sure you've seen it. It's all around the internet. But uh, it's a bit of a game changer if you're playing a bard in D&D because you can just tell it to like write you a poem about killing a troll and it will. And they're not bad. Yeah. Like that one that you showed us need a little bit of tweaking to it. Sure. But there, but it was- you can literally be at the table and be like, okay, we're going to fight a troll. Just let me one second. Okay, I got it. <laughs> uh, it literally takes seconds to, for it to come up with like a passable... And you can ask it for like limericks and like yeah, all kinds yeah, of haikus new. and weird shit. Yeah. And and they're decent. I mean, you you do have to give it a little bit of a yeah. zhuzh, but uh, they're good. Good enough. Yep. <laughs> right up there with the uh, the Foley, yeah. the Foley things that the we were Foley doing. The Foley generators, yeah. Oh, God. Yeah, this is good. In the dark, dank forest. Well, well hang on. Start with what you asked it for. Oh, uh, so uh, write a poem about killing a troll. Uh, so this is what it, this is what it gave out in the dark, dank forest deep lurked a troll in shadows steep with a club as big as a tree. He sought to cause misery, but a hero came with sword in hand, determined to make a stand. He charged the troll with all his might and in the battle put up a fight. The troll swung his club with all his might, but the hero was quick and dodged the fight. He thrust his sword with skill and grace and pierced the troll right in the face. (laughs) (laughs) The troll fell down with a mighty crash and the hero stood victorious at last. The forest was safe from the troll's wrath thanks to the hero who showed no fear or lack. So if you ever encounter a troll, do not fear. You are not alone. Stand tall and fight with all your might and you too will triumph in the fight. Yeah. So, I yeah. mean, there's there's a lot of rhyming in there that's like sort of the, the it's it's pretty haphazard rhyming, yeah. but uh, you could take two verses from that and yeah. and like, that's pretty good. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Like, uh, and, and it works for anything. Like you, you can be like, <laughs> you know, write me a, a haiku about sitting at the inn drinking mead and it, it'll work. It'll mm-hmm. give it to you. So if you are playing a, a, D&D bard or any bard in any gaming system and uh, you've got your laptop at the table or your phone for that matter, check out chat.openai.com because it's it's a cheat code for sure for playing a bard. Yeah. It's pretty crazy. Yep. Um, I just want to bring up one little uh, thing before we check out for this episode. Uh, as everybody knows, uh, Sarah and I are part of a gaming clan. Uh what? Uh, called Forever Gaming. Uh, if you ever want to check them out, forevergaming.co.uk. 
Um, we've been with these, I've been with these, this clan specifically, actually we both have probably for over seven years now. Mm -hmm. Um, I found out Monday, uh, every year they do an award and I found out Monday that I won one. Oh, really? And it, it blew me away. Like I, it's, I didn't, I'd never expected it. Uh, I won, um, for a top contributor. Oh. Um, and it, it just, I was like dumbfounded, like mm -hmm. utterly speechless. I couldn't come up with words. They even threw a picture of the award that I'm getting. That's amazing. Yeah. So yeah, they're a great, they're a great yeah, group of people. They're there. absolutely amazing community. Um, I, I love all those guys, like the forever gaming guys out there. I mean, like you guys freaking rock, you know, it even there was times when, uh, I was kind of going through a bit of a shit show and, um, they sent me a care package, uh, just to kind of boost me and lift me up, yeah. you know, uh, just showing that they care and they really do. Um, yeah, I'm blown away by this. I'm so glad to be a part of that community and I like bridging these gaps, you know? So like I got my dice to pixels <laughs> and I got my forever gaming. So, um, yeah, I just uh, like, thanks. Thank you for, uh, that award. That's, that's crazy. I never expected it. And, uh, GGFG guys. Nice. Well, yeah. congratulations. Thanks, man. And, uh, and someday we're going to uh, have enough time and energy to start a proper gaming clan of mm -hmm. our own as well. Yeah. So that will come eventually because I, I, I agree with everything you said. Like they, a good group of like-minded people is pretty invaluable. People that share your, your interests and uh, it can make all the difference sometimes. Yeah. So it's pretty powerful. And if you are, if you've never sort of joined a group, not even necessarily like a, a big group, but just, just any sort of gaming group, whether it's D and D, whether it's video games, whatever, uh, you really should. Cause it can make a huge difference. Mm -hmm. Yeah. We, uh, we actually met up with a, a couple of years when we went to Philadelphia. Uh, yeah. we met, uh, our friends, uh, Carl and law, yeah. uh, we met them at the hotel lobby and we, uh, had a few drinks and, and just talked and it was great meeting them. Um, yeah. and I know Lee, uh, my buddy Lee, uh, he's the he's the guy at the top of Forever Gaming. Okay, uh, he's 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 the champ, man. Lee's a Lee's a he's a great dude. Yeah, and I know he's chomping at the bit to get us over there to to do some uh, do some visiting and stuff. So mm -hmm. yeah. I think yeah. that's the goal right now. Uh, that's I want to try and set that goal to for our personal goals. Yeah, our to... personal goal is just to get over there and spend some time with these guys that I've known for almost ten years. And right, mm -hmm. yeah. So, yeah, for sure. Well, I think that's a wholesome note to end on. Yeah. Um, let us uh, check us out on, new, well, definitely watch this week and next week, but mm -hmm. uh, check us out New Year's. We're going to go live. We'll we'll drop some more detail. We'll have a little bit better idea next week, and uh, for sure we'll keep you updated on Discord, and we'll probably drop our first tweet ever about it. Uh, oh, Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, we're we're looking forward to actually hanging out with some people. So I do hope some, uh, at least a few of you, can uh, join us when we do go live on New Year's Eve, and uh, we'll see you then. We'll also see you next week. Check out the uh, the comments. Let us know in the comments. Yeah, massive bang above <laughs> our heads just now. Uh, drop a comment. We do love to hear from you. I know we don't always get back to them, but uh, do drop a comment. Hit the like button. Subscribe. Tell three friends. All that stuff. Do you want to take us out, Chad? Do you want to take us out? Oh, I, thought, I thought you were going to... Oh, you had a great week! There it is. <laughs>